Now, I want to go to another issue here relating to the commute in our outer suburbs. There'll be many of you listening right now on the road in Sydney and Brisbane trying to get home through heavy traffic, a pretty hot one in the suburbs of Sydney it is today, and uh, there's not many public transport options for you. Apparently 4 million people living in the outer reaches of our largest cities are not within walking distance of a reliable train or bus service as they exist today. A report released this week by Infrastructure Australia paints what can only really be described as a bleak picture of the transport disparity faced by commuters who live in the outer suburbs compared to those who live within 20Ks of the CBD. They're less accessible, less frequent, more time-consuming public transport options are really... uh, only their only choices and uh, 88% of people unsurprisingly are then deciding to commute by car and of course not only does this add to congestion on our roads make the problems with the traffic in our cities even uh, more acute it also adds to family budgets of course as everyone's feeling now with ridiculously high petrol prices in fact as Ross was reporting earlier in the week uh, the increase in petrol prices is hurting some family budgets more than would be the case if there was an increase in mortgage rates so it really is affecting people this lack of public transport in our outer suburbs and Infrastructure Australia says that we need to do a little bit more lateral thinking about the policy options. Joining me on the line from Infrastructure Australia is Peter Colaccino. Thanks for joining us, Peter. Thanks for having me on your program, Chris. Now, the survey here uh, identifies a problem that I think we all can understand, that there are just not good options for people in the outer suburbs. But what you're talking about is actually finding some new ways to solve those problems. We don't need massive big train lines or big bus routes. There might be more imaginative ways to to get people to public transport. That's exactly right. So our, our report, Outer Urban Public Transport, found, as you've mentioned, that around two-thirds of people in our five largest cities don't live within walking distance of frequent public transport. So that's 15 minutes of a, a train or a bus in 15 minutes' time. Uh, that number grows quite markedly in the outer suburb areas. Uh, so in somewhere like Brisbane, of people who live in the outer suburbs aren't within walking distance, as opposed to their cousins in the inner city, where, in fact, uh, only 7% are outside of walking distance. And the reason why is uh, large train lines and dedicated bus infrastructure is expensive to provide. And in low-density areas, which many of Australia's city suburbs are characterised with, uh, fundamentally, that investment's expensive, uh, governments, therefore, might be reluctant to do it if ridership isn't at sufficient levels, if there aren't enough passengers. And as a result, investment doesn't take place and the cycle continues. We all so, see uh, big buses uh, going around the streets late at night with hardly anybody on them, so it's unsurprising that it's uneconomic to deliver them. So what, how, do you, how do you deal with that, the practicalities of it? If people want public transport in outer areas, you have to have the numbers, surely, to make it pay. Absolutely. And that, that point that you made about it being expensive to deliver when no one's on board, to give you, you a bit of a sense, in the inner city, every $1 that you pay in a public transport ticket, uh, around $3 is added to, to that $1 from the taxpayer. So it costs, uh, your ticket price covers around a third of the cost of catching public transport. Right. In the outer suburbs, it's only about 10%. 
So it's fundamentally more expensive, uh, more expensive to provide a bus in the outer suburbs, as we mentioned. And for infrastructure Australia, we've identified uh, an experience in places like Canberra, and for that matter, uh, there's about 10 or 15 years of experience with a similar service in uh, regional South Australia. So these things aren't new. But the use of on-demand buses, so the idea that you can either dial into a call centre and book a bus or a van to pick you up at your home and and then drop you to your destination and uh, uh, potentially even book it on an Uber-like app. So that's exactly what's happened in Canberra. Uh, the, the ACT government's partnered with Uber to provide a, an Uber service to connect you from the bus stop to your home. And even though an Uber might seem more expensive, in fact, it's far cheaper than that cost of providing a 60-seater bus. So you might have Ubers or even smaller buses who zip around the co- the suburbs and people with the phone access and the like, you can basically order it up to get yourself to a train station or to major, maybe a, a major bus depot. So you're sort of, I suppose, spreading the feeder service into the transport that's already there. That's exactly right. And most people will only walk around 400 metres to a bus stop around 800 metres to a train station before they think it's too far and then they'll decide to, uh, to drive. And as we've mentioned, uh, only around a third of people live within 15 minutes walk of frequent public transport. So you can imagine there's quite a few people that fall into that category that don't see public transport as, as an option. Uh, and by jumping in the car, they, of course, add to congestion, a figure that's expected to rise to $53 billion by 2030. So the cost of congestion is growing. So we're encouraging governments to think about new options like partnering with Uber and uh, partnering with uh, operators of smaller buses to give commuters a choice, an alternative to leave the car at home. We're speaking with Peter Colaccino from Infrastructure Australia. Let us know what you think about outer suburban public transport options. I suppose, Peter, the counter-argument is that people go to these outer suburbs knowing that that's the situation they're in. They want a bit of space. They want a house with a bit of land. They know that they're going to have to drive uh, to get anywhere. They're going to have to use their motor vehicles. So, you know, that, that's, that's the choice they've made. Why should taxpayers help fund extra services to get them closer to major public, uh, public transport links? I think a lot of people choose to live in the outer suburbs because it is cheaper uh, at face value around property prices. However, what our research has shown is that the transport costs are indeed higher. So if you think about somewhere like Sydney, uh, the average weekly household expenditure on transport in the inner city is about $65, whereas in the outer suburbs, it's closer to $84, with around twice the amount spent on fuel, so Petrol prices are the key driver of the difference between those areas. And I think a lot of people might think about wear and tear on their car or perhaps even tolls. In fact, it's neither of those. It's really fuel that's the big difference in cost for household budgets. So um, we, we like this idea of giving people a choice to keep those costs down, to keep the household expenditure and transport down. And in fact, the options that we're suggesting around on-demand buses also keep costs down for government. So they're fundamentally uh, cheaper to operate and also, beyond being cheaper, offer a better service. So this idea of a door-to-door public transport service rather than walking 15 minutes to a bus stop is something that will make public transport hopefully more attractive to people and, and encourage them to leave the car at home.
Makes sense, certainly if it ends up being more cost effective. And of course, the other big bonus that everyone benefits from is the reduced congestion on our roads. Thanks for joining us, Peter Colaccino. Thanks so much for having me. Peter's from Infrastructure Australia. Let us know what you think about that. We need to be imaginative. It's not always about the big infrastructure scheme. It's about being imaginative within the services we already have.